The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Be a part of Going In Raw today at Patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Starting at $1 a month, you can enjoy Going In Raw ad-free, gain access to the daily 30-minute Going In Raw post-show, exclusive merchandise, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today. Click the link in the description. Boys and girls, this is the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole, Kylo Riley, Roderick Strong, and you're listening to Going In Raw, baby. What's up, it's your girl Sasha Banks, legit Boston. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? This is Shayna Baszler, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This is the glorious one, Bobby Roode, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey guys. Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up? It's the moonwalking, trash-talking princess of Staten Island. I want to remind you all that Mela is money, and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, this is Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke watching Going In the Raw. This is the knockout artist, Cassius Ono, and you're Going In Raw. Hey, friend Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson and available wherever fine, but that is toxic. Wherever fine podcasts are, be sure to hit that subscribe button. It does and, not smell like a usual Sharpie smells. And the notify bell next to it. Here. How often do you No, I don't want any of that. Thank you. I've killed enough brain cells in my life. Uh, we're also available on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have a variety of reward tiers starting at $1 a month. You would be stunned if you ever think, well, what's my $1 going to do? How much does it do, Larson? A lot. Quite a bit, actually. Uh, we're all saying that actually gets you access to the Discord group, which is quickly approaching the 700 member mark. Very exciting. It also gets you going in raw ad-free, and it gets you one post-show, one bonus episode every single week. You move up to $5 a month, and uh, you get a post-show, you get a bonus episode every single day of the regular work week, Monday through Friday. Uh, we're also uh, at uh, the Friendo Market, just last night. Just last night, uh, and I did a video for it this morning. I put up uh, my old comic book. Uh, it's called Video. Video. It's a weird thing check it out i don't know or don't uh no check it out it's good i did like a little sticker also like the stick if you're watching this like the friendoville sticker this f right there if you buy the comic from the friendo market uh, i toss a sticker in there too and then also like his pinup and then for the first hundred orders which i've got like 70 orders so far uh for the for the next 30 i'll do a little sketch a little sketch and then i got these old postcards too and yes yes my shoot name is in the comic book. Whoa. So if, if you want to know my shoot name, $20 gets you there. It's what it'll cost you. Unless you're in the Facebook Friendoverse group, then pretty much everybody there knows oh, my, yeah. my shoot name. Yeah. My real name. I don't so, even yeah. know your shoot real name. Um, buy the comic. You've read the comic. What do you think? Yay or nay? Well, I said earlier, it's good. 
Well, yeah, but they might have not have seen that because that just I said, went live. I said earlier it was good. Yeah, it's okay. Sorry. I like, I like that bit where you do the, the, the Conan O'Brien stuff. Yeah, that's good stuff. That's good. Yeah, Anytime you good. do the Conan O'Brien with a still frame with someone's mouth. Well, yeah, that was, that was funny. That was, that was a classic bit. Yeah, it was a good bit. So, yeah, uh, Brian Diggs here in chat also brings up time to research what type of character Steven Larson will like for 2K19. We are holding a W. Steve W. Fun Wrestling Draft coming up towards the end of the month, but the deadline so that we can really get a good re, good research in for the got first five group. days. You got five days to get in. We hashtag it's only going to be on the PS4 community creations hashtag going in raw all one word. If you are interested in being part of fun wrestling, yeah. what additional hashtag you use? Le- there's four letters. F U N W. In my case, hashtag if you want to be part of W Steve W hashtag WSW, but that neither one guarantees you odds are if there's a wrestlers tagged with, for example, WSW, I might be more inclined to draft them to stick it to this guy. Vice versa. Yeah. You know, people are already saying, oh, I might, you know, I I really want to be part of fun wrestling. Well, guess what? That bugs me that you would do that. So I'm going to take your guy. You actually said it first. Yeah. Also, Super Chats, here we go. Emilio Hernandez, $16. Michigan legalized the Kush, so getting high to celebrate. Also, Ishii versus Zack Sabre Jr. just made for Tokyo Dome. Ooh. Love you, Cabrón. Is that going to be for the RevPro uh, British heavyweight title? That'd I don't know. Cool. I'll look that up. Mario Only... Cisternus. Once the blog is up and running, I will tweet the link. Future WB writers here from Australia. Nice. So, yeah, uh, good stuff. Uh, so this is our Saturday show filming on Friday. Comcast was out there upgrading stuff this morning on Friday morning. That's why we didn't live stream that show. We did live stream a, a bonus episode though. This afternoon. Yes. Later on after we had lunch. Um, so, but today, uh, this is the day we, we give the results from, for the world of non WWE stuff. Yes. Like if there was any big, big news in WWE, we'd probably talk about it, but this is the episode where we talk about. Uh, everything but WWE. Everything that isn't WWE. Including Zack Sabre Jr. challenging Tomohiro Ishii for the Rev Pro uh, Heavyweight Championship at Wrestle Kingdom. That's huge. Well, Zack Sabre Jr., he's a, he's, he's a British guy. Shouldn't he, shouldn't he have a Rev Pro title? I wouldn't be surprised if he's had that title before. Also, going in, review, going in review is coming back. Uh-huh. The $10 a month and up patrons, that's the voting tier. We haven't had a vote there in a while. Yeah, but we have one now. It's for it, We gave you three options for going in review for our Thanksgiving edition of going in review. Yeah, it's coming back for Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Well, will you get more of them afterwards? Who knows? To find out. <laughs> you, for yeah, sure, you want to find out. It's a, you want to find out, hit that subscribe button and the notify bell next time. Our thanks to all the, the friendos out there who have been asking for going in raw view. Yeah, that's a good one. There you go. Uh, in reality, we just needed content for that day. And so uh, it was a good, good opportunity to tell, to say thanks to people who have been, been with us for a while who remember when we used to going in raw view on a regular basis. And we're not going to be here Thursday and Friday. Naito going to WWE. Speaking of someone saying no thank you. <laughs> Speaking of somebody who's not going to be in WWE Thursday and Friday. No. So an interview with Tokyo Sports, Tetsuya Naito, leader of LIJ. Most over faction in New Japan. Yeah, revealed that WWE made a play for his services after the Dominion show in June after he Ooh. lost the Intercontinental title. Did they send him an application to be part of WWE Creative? Uh, no, they said you want to try out the Performance Center. But no, they didn't. 
But Naito told the company to... Tranquilo. Tranquilo. This translation is coming from Chris Charlton. Mm -hmm. I didn't even give it a thought. Hold on a second. Didn't wouldn't the thing wasn't the thing didn't they like sit down and have dinner with him or something? They met him at his favorite cafe. I don't know if that was true or not. I saw that on Twitter too, but it seemed kind of like a funny thing because he said I have to go to the bathroom and just didn't come back. That seemed oh. like a joke. See, I wonder if the first part was real and the second part was a joke. Maybe. Like maybe he did meet with them. Maybe I didn't include that in the story because I didn't know if that was real. Or not. I saw that same thing on Twitter. Yeah, though. he says I didn't even give it a thought. This new Japan ring is already the world's number one stage. The fans know this. That's why I think we should focus on our home crowd before looking international. Uh, Here's my speculation. They said, we want to bring you into NXT. He said, I'm a main roster guy. And they said, "Uh, well, how about, and then he just stopped talking. He hung up the phone. Yeah, maybe. Something like that. I don't know. I don't know. Or maybe he's serious. He he has no interest in going to WWE. It's entirely possible. Uh, According to Wrestling Observer, Naito wasn't the only top New Japan wrestler who WWE was interested in, quote, Naito would be one of three, at least, Japanese top guys, feelers have been sent to. The other two that we're aware of didn't turn the offers down without thought, although one would be a huge surprise, and the other would be a great worker who I didn't see flourishing in the WWE system, but also probably wouldn't have any reservations about moving to the U.S. like many of the Japanese might. One would be a huge surprise... And the other would be a great worker who I didn't see flourishing in the WWE system, but also probably wouldn't have any reservations about moving to the U.S. like many of the Japanese might. What? Okay, another thing to consider here, the Naito thing. What if he said, sure, my asking price is what Dave Meltzer said, Cody said he told him. Three million, yeah. Three million. They said, well, we were thinking more along the lines of. 500,000. 500,000, but you're going to be in NXT for like two years. So, yeah, and he was like, three million or bust. Mm-hmm. Very simple number. Mm-hmm. Um, who are these other two guys? When I, the second one, someone who's a great worker, didn't see flourishing the WWE system, what does WWE really focus on? Character. Yeah. Who's a great worker? It's Ishii. That's when, I, when I saw that bit, I thought Ishii, because he's a great worker, but he's not really a character. Okay, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay. But, I, right. but as far as, may not have any reservation about moving to the States. But who's... I'm trying to think of, of especially for the second option, the first second one, contender. No, for the second one, people who Japanese wrestlers, and this is kind of a reach, who come to the states often. I'm trying to think of why he makes a point of saying this particular individual would not have reservations about moving to the states, unlike some other Japanese wrestlers. There's got to be some reason for it, right? Someone who's more familiar here? I don't know. I'm trying to piece this together. I mean, when Melser says vague stuff like this, <laughs> like, is it even worth trying to extrapolating what he's yes, going to say? Yes, it is. We wouldn't have jobs if it wasn't. Because I don't know what else to go off other than a wrestler who's either really familiar with the States um, in terms of being here a lot, working shows, or just familiar with the States in terms of feeling comfortable here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to f- figure out. Like Kushida, he's done a lot of Ring of Honor shows. He was their TV champ for a while. That would be a huge surprise if the ace of the junior division jumped ship and went to WWE. Yeah, how big is Kushida, though? At a certain point, like when some of these juniors are so small, wouldn't they have to? I guess they wouldn't have to be in 205 Live. Is Kushida bigger than Finn Balor? No. Physically speaking? No, No. he's not, right? No, 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 he's not. 
I mean, Tanahashi would be the huge surprise. <laughs> that would be a huge surprise. A, lot, I mean, a lot of them would be huge surprises. Okada. I mean, pretty much anybody would be a surprise. Okada. Oh, Sonata's worked a good Sonata. chunk of honor. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's a good Sonata. point, Emilio Hernandez. Emilio Hernandez. Super chat. He says, one is Okada, two is Sonata. Okada's been backstage to a few WWE shows. Yoshihashi. Says Joshua. With the, Man, with the I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Okada's like. Let me ask you this. When, when, uh, who are the New Japan wrestlers who went to WrestleMania when it was in New Orleans last year? There's Suzuki. There's Tanahashi. Suzuki would be a huge surprise. That would be a huge surprise. But I can see Suzuki. Here's the thing. Suzuki, he, Suzuki's like, um, like Shinsuke. He's old. Oh, he's you older. He's and, one, older. and one of the things about Shinsuke, the, the reason why he came over is because he wanted to take it easier on his body. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Suzuki, I mean, I'm not and yeah, I could be. I could see it being Suzuki. As either one of these, one is a huge surprise. Yeah, I mean, but the, but the huge surprise would be Okada. Suzuki's a super character, though. Yeah, he is. I'm not sure that would be. Yeah, Okada, that would be huge. Yeah, but I know he's got a contract. It was like a pretty. He signed a pretty massive deal with New Japan. I don't know the term of it. Mm-hmm. Daniel King and Stuart Smith just got comic books. He's got the Steve comic book. Travis, I mean, I hope you like it. You might. Travis not. Ray says Hiroki Goto. Really solid worker. Oh, Goto. Ooh. Yeah, but who gives a, you know? <laughs> you know? Like, dude, yeah, he would, he would, yeah. He sort of comes off like a dad. Yeah. Like, man, he's really useful to have around, but he's not the most exciting guy in the world. No. You know? That's a good, that's a good one. But Yano. See, this is why Yano. I like doing this live. Yano. With y'all. You know, Yano would be great and he would flourish. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. See, Suzuki would have to go straight to Maine, though. <laughs> Suzuki would have to go straight to Maine. He's paid his dues. Heck yeah. And he's also 50 years old. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could see Zack Sabre Jr. flourishing in, in WWE. Oh, yeah. I think it'd be great. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, it was, it was a. Uh, was it last week's newsletter, the one before, where Meltzer did something similar with some of the vague references to two indie talents that WWE yeah. was trying to sign? Yeah. It's like, if you know the names. Spill the beans. Nah, man. Because he's, he's ruining their business. You know, he can't ruin their money. That's ruining their money. At the same time, man. If you're not going to give us anything to work on, then don't even mention it. No. Are you kidding me? This is the most fun. No, this is frustrating. Oh, I love it. It's great. So I'm saying Ishii for the second mention, and I guess Okada. No, not Okada. Okada's, Okada's New Japan. Would Suzuki have thought? I think, I think Vince, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm sure Vince has an opinion on Minoru Suzuki. He, he has to. If he knows who he is. I'm, he has to. He, everybody knows who Suzuki is. I'm sure he has an opinion on him. There's got to be a reason why Suzuki's never come to WWE, right? There has to be a reason. He's been around forever. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure somebody in chat might know. If you weren't a junior, I think Kushida would be pretty high up there just based on... Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, it'd be pretty surprising, and also I, I, I think he wrestles here a lot. But here's here's the thing about Kushida. I mean, that that might be a situation where he takes a look at two hundred five live and is like, mm, "I'm good, I'm good." No, it's not Kota Ibushi because he's already told him no. Could be Sonata or Evil. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I think you might be onto some of these. It's the name's Ishii, Sonata, um, not evil, uh, and Suzuki. I mean, I guess Okada. Yeah. I guess Okada. 
But then wouldn't we? Yeah, I don't know. If they here's the thing. If they went after, if they went after Naito, well, that's the thing. If they went, after, they went after Okada too. I guarantee. If they went after Naito, they went after Okada. Probably, yeah. They at least sent feelers. So out. yeah, one of them is probably Okada. Man. Anyways. Anyways. Uh, next story. Could Ring of Honor compete with WWE? Well, Sinclair CEO Christopher Riley Ripley. Why did I? Oh, I said Riley. Oh, Ripley. Seems to think they should. Seems to think so. Yeah, he said. uh, So this is during a recent earnings call. Uh, Mr. Ripley spoke about the company's investment. Believe it or not, he believes they should be contenders. (laughs) God damn it, dude. Uh, that's the ring of honor we're looking to sign the world's tallest man to compete against look at our new attraction (laughs) the 8 foot 11 monster he'll be taking on the 2 foot man on the top of the world's tallest building the Empire States building (laughs) see his tower Uh, he says this so look I think saying that we've invested a lot of money is maybe a slight mischaracterization beyond tennis we really haven't spent significant dollars on content. And Ring of Honor, I think, we bought for a couple hundred thousand dollars. And we think that that's an unpolished gem that ultimately should be something in the same light as WWE. <laughs> this guy found out about Ring of Honor minutes before this call. He found out wrestling about wrestling about <laughs> 10 minutes before that. He said, we actually sold out Madison Square Gardens for an event next year in 11 minutes. He just learned that probably. <laughs> so we know that that brand has potential. It just, it hasn't, we haven't quite found the right dials to turn yet, but we keep increasing the grassroots support on it. And it is just a loyal, a very, very loyal and avid fan base, which is what you really need to explode or explore in a brand. No, I think explode, like blow explode, it up, blow, blow it, up. it up, like blow it up, Steve. <laughs> He's blowing it up. Read the second part. So I guess... <laughs> the overall question to your answer is when I look across what we've done in content... We're in varying stages of development. This guy said a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> but we've always had a good return on everything we've done. Probably because they don't spend a whole lot of money on anything. Oh, but man. I wouldn't say that we spent all that much risk capital when you consider the scale of the company overall. So It's like a billion dollar company. They're buying news stations for propaganda arms. Uh, Stevie Bradley. yes. Stevie Bradley and, oh, come on. Drew Blankley also bought some comics. Thanks, and, guys. And with Appreciate that in mind, uh, Ring of Honor is like way down the priority list. It is so far. Like, I don't know what, what are Sinclair's other holdings? Like, I, we bought it for a couple hundred thousand dollars. Like in 2011, I think they bought Sinclair, it. Sinclair uh, subsidiaries. Uh, oh, here we go. The Tennis Channel. Uh, Fisher Communications, Cunningham Broadcasting. Boy, can can they buy Going In Raw? They bought a lot of stuff. Do you want to be a propaganda arm too? Hey, for the right money, sure. Why no, not? Thank you. Why not? They bought something. One of their subsidiaries is Sinclair Media Three. <laughs> is have, there Sinclair Media Two? They, they have their own. They have their own. Uh, uh, so it's all in broadcasting. Superior OK License Corporation. Half of these seem fake. They're washing money, dude. I've watched Ozark. They're washing money. Ooh. These are fake holdings. Other holdings. Equity holdings. One Media, Milwaukee Television. Yeah, dude. He doesn't he does not know. He's like Ring of Honor. He's gonna he's he just found out about Ring of Honor. He's gonna have Jay Lethal cut like a promo about about fake news. <laughs> Gosh. 
<laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. That dude. Hey, Mr. Ripley, watch some watch the Saturday edition of Going In Raw. Yeah. You'll learn something about what you own. Believe it or not, you're not going to compete with WWE anytime soon. No, man. No. Really? We sold out Madison Square Gardens? Can we do that every week? Can we do that every week? Is it on TV? We have them on TV? What are the, what are the numbers? <laughs> what are the numbers? What's a Fight TV app? Can we buy that? It's free on Fight TV? Oh, my gosh. We, we should have our own streaming service. <laughs> We do. There's a character named Cheeseburger. <laughs> Beer City Bruiser. Is there a guy named Tater Tots also? <laughs> Speaking of TV deals, maybe maybe they'll buy Impact. If they bought Ring of Honor for a couple hundred thousand dollars, how I'm much? I'm sure they can get Impact for 75 cents at this point. We could probably buy Impact. Yeah, maybe. So according to PW Insider, Impact, and probably some of the least surprising news we've heard in a long time, <laughs> could be looking for a new TV home once their current contract with Pop TV expires at year end. So they'd say, quote, we've heard the company has been looking for a new potential TV partner. Pop moving them to 10 p.m. can't be seen as anything but a major step backwards in the relationship between the two sides. Apparently, Impact like said, hey, you're moving to 10 o'clock like, like a week before it was going to happen. Yeah, dude. No heads up. That's terrible. But some good news for Impact, Steve. Ratings are up. Yes! Final hour happened. We'll do results for that in a second. Mm-hmm. People really want to tune in for this final hour mm-hmm. because it was up. About, what was it last week, 105? It was 105 last so week. Almost 25,000 more new viewers or returning huge. viewers. 129,000 <laughs> viewers watching Impact Final Hour 25,000 people figured out how to reprogram their DVR for Maybe. the right time slots. Maybe. I don't know if they do that. Like They, they figured out their TiVo. Yeah. Michael Easton also just ordered a comic. Thank you very much. Maybe you'll enjoy it. Maybe you won't. I don't know. Um but uh, but yeah, no, good for them. That's awesome. But on the at the you know, <laughs> they should go back on the TV guy. Oh, this right here, yeah. <laughs> Doug Martin. Larson just hates Impact. Alex C says they should go back on the TV Guide channel again. <laughs> um, yeah, it's okay. a bummer. Like they they were doing they were doing well ish. I mean, they needed. Here's the thing. They need a series of ratings pops. They need mm-hmm. a series of, and they, they had a decent series of buzzworthy moments, but then they kind of ran out of them. Yeah. And although I do think that a lot of what they do is good, I also think that two hours is a long time for their wrestling show. Yeah. Because there's a lot of commercials. And a lot um, of recaps, you said, right? Less they do have color. a lot of recaps, but they do they do have a lot of really good wrestling as mm-hmm, well, and they have mm-hmm. a stellar roster. They really do. Um, and so, you know, it, wrestling is hard. There's so much wrestling out there that, like, creating a buzz for yourself on a regular, consistent basis is so difficult to do. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, they had this great sequence last night. I didn't watch all of Final Hour. I didn't watch all of Final Hour, but they had this great sequence where Brian Cage goes to Ohio, yeah, and it takes like six guys from uh, uh, Sammy Callahan's crew, yeah. to like hold him down as Sammy Callahan like knocks him over the head. That's crazy with the X Division title. I thought it was really really cool. That is cool. Yeah, let's see. We got another notification about a comic book. Julio Contreras also bought a comic. Thanks everybody. That's awesome. Y'all are paying for my trip to Europe next year. Um, 
So yeah, we have some stream issues right now. Anyways, uh, let's go over impact. Impact results. How much did you watch? Wait, hold on. Actually, let's talk about this first. What? What, uh, what channel should they move to? What channel would take impact into their bosom? James Gary just bought a comic. Thank you, James. Travel channel. I like that. The show, they show different places that they go. That works. I like that. That's yeah. good. Yeah, travel channel. That's what. That's the one. That works. I like that a lot. Uh, let's go over final results. hour results. Yes. Uh, Lucha Bros. What made it final hour? It's just the last bit of the taping, Chris, they did, right? Oh, were they still in New York? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That makes sense then. Um, Lucha Brothers, Pentagon Jr., Phoenix, defeated the OGs. Mm-hmm. Did mm-hmm. you watch this match? Yes, I did. Um, and? It was fun. I got distracted because Hernandez had some butt crack sweat because he was wearing oh. khakis. Oh, yeah. Mm. yeah. 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 Uh, Jordan Grace made her debut defeating Katarina. That was cool. With a bear hug. Yeah, with a bear hug. It was uh yeah, it was it was a fairly quick match, but uh at at her especially at her age, Jordan Grace is very polished. Yeah. So yeah, no, she's great. She's a great addition. Um you mentioned that uh Brian Cage defeated Sammy Callahan by DQ, but it's because there was what half a dozen people attacking Brian Cage. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Brian cage shows up. They did this whole sequence where he's like in his truck and he's pulling up and there's like a bunch of Callahan's guys sort of milling about sort of the back door. And then he goes through all them, uh, hits the ring. I didn't see uh, what happened after that, but then I saw the very end, uh, there's six dudes, just all like one guy had one arm. Another guy had another arm. Dude had his like in a choke hold. And then Sammy Callahan gets the X division title, knocks him over the head. So that's, that's the DQ right there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next, Moose. I heard this was a stellar match. Yeah. I heard this was an absolutely stellar match. Moose beat Eddie Edwards with the spear, uh, but I heard this like a bunch of wrestlers on Twitter and a, the Twitter in general was sort of uh, talking about this match. I heard it was really, really That's good. That's cool. I want to check it out. I wish they had had that match at that last uh, Bound for Glory mm-hmm. instead of turning that into a tag, tag match. match. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess Eli Drake was in some thing with uh, Joseph Park, turned on him and attacked him. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's cool. That makes sense, I guess. I don't know if they're... I have no idea if they're having Eli Drake reference that Joe Park is Abyss. Abyss. Because Abyss attacked him at Bound for Glory. Yeah. Because I thought that Joe Park, he was going to be his lawyer yeah, suing yeah. Impact for unsafe work conditions. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess it's all a ruse for Eli Drake to attack Could Abyss. Be. I guess he knows Joseph Park is Abyss. Could be. Uh, in the main event, Johnny Impact defeated Killer Cross successfully defended Impact World title with Starship Pain. The first time Killer Cross has been pinned in Impact Wrestling. Wow. They always make a big deal about that. Um, I like Killer Cross. I think he's good. Wow. That's a quite an accomplishment then for Johnny Impact. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, sad news. Joey Ryan. Yeah, it's a bummer. He's hurt. So he had a... Uh, a tag match with Hornswoggle. Yeah, at an uh, MLW TV tape. Yeah, okay. And he came out wearing a, a sling. Yeah, won the tag match. They won the tag match. And then he got on the mic and said he was hurt and might need surgery. And he said more via Twitter. Had a blast teaming with Hornswoggle tonight in Chicago, but it's true. I tore my pec. 
her just going around. Referencing, of course, Triple H. Last night in Austin. Unfortunately, I need to pull off for the rest of the weekend so I can see my doctor and figure out the severity of it. Yeah. He had a picture of it all yeah, bruised up Yeah, it was right all there. bruised up. So that's a bummer. That is, that's a total drag. We've, uh, we've got to meet Joey. Nice guy. No, he's a great guy. He's a great guy. He's a legend in independent wrestling mm-hmm. and pro wrestling in general. Um, but hopefully, you know. He'll heal up and get back out there and yeah. suplex people with his front area. He makes a lot of money off that dick wrestling. He does. He makes a lot of money. A lot. And a ton of money off the. He's, he's one of the more savvy merchandise guys. Yes. Of course, a favorite on being the elite. Of course. With his big uh, dingus storylines. Yes. So him and Hangman Page. Of course, he had a great one at All In. Mm-hmm. And. He was resurrected. Could have been first H champion. Like, he's such a big name. He could have been, like, first H champion. Can you imagine how great that would have been? But then our champion would be hurt. We'd have to get built on somebody right now. That's fine. We could have put on somebody else great. We have it on somebody great. Adam Mayhem. Somebody else. He hasn't lost a match since he won that title. I mean, we have a champion. We have it on a person. Even a very good, accomplished pro wrestler. Speaking of which, hey, speaking of impact, they might get a dose of Adam Mayhem. He's out there about to do a tryout. That's very exciting. Good luck, champ. I'm rooting for you. How about this guy? Um, do we get do we get a cut of any of that hot impact money? I mean, I'd like to hope I would. Okay, so the I, big question, the I big question, of paid course. Paid for a lot of his stuff. The big question, of course, Larson. Would you watch Impact? Because I, I feel you, like, you, there's not a whole lot of time in the day, you know. Especially now I got two hours of NXT UK to watch. Oh, no, that's a joy. Every week. No, it's fun, but still, that's two hours less that I have to do other things. Isn't that hilarious that, like, everybody's like, when are they going to expand NXT to two hours? And it's NXT UK. And instead, they expanded NXT UK to two hours. To answer your questions, I would have to. If Adam Mayhem was a regular on Impact, yeah. He's our H champion. I got to support him. Take LAX out of the equation. Who would you want to see him join? Why does he have to join anybody? Why can't he just be Adam Mayhem? Because you got to be in a faction, dude. Come on. Most people aren't in factions. And Moose, is, Moose was kind of in a semi-faction with Austin Aries and Killer Cross. That's three people. That's, 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 that could be a faction. OVE. That's three people. They have that a bunch a of people. Lucha Brothers. That's two. Yeah. Two of them. Yeah, but they're a faction because they don't work as a tag team usually. They did last night. Yeah, but not usually. Um, Adam Mayhem should he should just be Adam Mayhem. And he'll go far as Adam Mayhem. man. You need no. a, and, and, and it does kind of feel like in, in Impact, you kind of need alliances. All right. Look at Eddie Edwards. He has no alliances last night. He got beat by Moose. Eli Drake. He's just he's having a feud with a lawyer. Johnny Impact, he's a solo guy. And he has the title. Yep. Lonely at the top. So if Adam Mayhem uh, reaches a deal signed with Impact, yeah. would he be able to bring the H title with him? Because when Austin Aries showed up, he had a ton of t- ton oh, titles, man. right? Probably not. He can just vacate it, put it on Bear Man. Ooh, that'd be sick. That'd be cool. He wouldn't have to vacate it. Yeah. I mean, what? Impact Shh. only shoots. They're not going to let him be on. That That contract will preclude him from being on Friendo Road now. No, I don't think so. Yeah, dude. No, I doubt. Absolutely. He's, he's fine. He'd be a big champion and still work for Impact. Lucha Underground results. Yeah, it's a season four Ultimo, finale. Ultimo something or other? Ultimo Lucha. God, we should know this. Four? Ultimo Lucha. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Ultimo, Ultimo Lucha. Um, for the season four finale. Here are your results. Phoenix beat Dragon Azteca Jr. in a two out of three falls match. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Mac 
defeated Mil Mortez a death match. That's probably really good. Oh, that was probably really good. Uh, Johnny Mundo defeated Matanza. Oh man, that's Jeff Cobb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Pentagon Junior. That's Pentagon Junior. <laughs> defeated Marty the Moth, new Zero uh, Miedo Lucha Underground Champion. However, after the match, Pentagon Junior is betrayed by his former master Vampiro, who now has he's he has a master now, and that mystery attack guy attacked Penta, laid him out, and which allowed Jake Strong, who used to be Jack Swagger, oh, to cash no. in the Gift of the Gods title. He is a new Lucha Underground champion. Oh, well, solidifying Steve never watching that. And at the end, Wade Barrett shows up. Yeah, I saw a GIF of him being there. Mm-hmm. One of the, the cinematics. Yeah. One of the cutscenes. Yeah. Jake Strong? Jake wrong. No way, man. No, I didn't do that. We the people? Well, I mean, he, he's grown a lot as a, as a performance intensity. Um, I mean, he was an accomplished amateur wrestler. He can wrestle. Look. <laughs> but, yeah, he alone is not a reason to watch Lucha Underground. <laughs> Uh, no, I do. You know what, man? It is. It is on my list of things. Maybe this weekend, after I've watched Progress, Hello Wembley, uh, and there's something else I wanted to watch this weekend. I forgot what it was. I still. I want. I need to watch some more Man in the High Castle. I really like that show. It's like, it's like slightly more of a bummer than like real life. So, it's it's like, oh, things could be worse. Um, and then maybe I'll watch. Maybe I'll watch an episode. Is, oh, isn't it leaving Netflix? The first two seasons are, yeah. Oh, no. Did that already, did that already happen? The 15th. You have six days. Nice. So you got to binge like 100 episodes over the weekend and get caught up. <laughs> More than that. Probably close to 120. Wait, the first what seasons? I think just the first two. Or is it two seasons two and three? Two seasons are gone on the 15th. There are 50 episodes in a season? No, there's about 30-some. Oh, okay. But if you don't watch all four, that's oh, oh, over get 120. All I just want to, yeah. okay. I'll watch one episode. I'll none of the, the none pilot. of the current season are on. I don't believe. I'll watch the pilot. All right, all right. Uh, let's answer some questions. Demarcus Williams, be on the lookout for Ryan Justice and D. Will. From oh, Demarcus like Williams. Like, I, oh, okay. Ryan Justice is a good name. I like D. Will. D. Will's good name Maybe too. Maybe I'll take D. Will. Maybe I'll take D. Will. Drew Here's Compton. The thing. Here's the thing, though. D. Will, I might draft him. I might concuss him, and, and you'll never see him again in the first episode. So realize that with W. Steve W. Yeah. Your character's at high risk. High risk. Uh Thabata, will the elite ever jump the shark? If so, how? It's entirely possible. So here's maybe my most controversial wrestling opinion. Oh wow. The the elite. The the elite. Um are this is not part of the controversial wrestling opinion. Oh. Are by far some of the best wrestlers on the planet. Yeah, they do it better than anybody else. Yeah, being the elite is uh, a little overrated in my mind. Like, it's great for a couple dudes to be like goofing around like that. It's awesome. It's great, and there's like it's it's really good just to be like sort of a travel vlog. But man, the level of hype over that show um, is kind of off the charts. Over overdone. Mm-hmm. You know, I like, can understand that. The comedy Cody is is legitimately oh, Cody hilarious. Is, Cody's the MVP of that. He show. He is the MVP of that show, mm-hmm. and it is clever. Like it's cute and clever, 
but so much of it is so amateurish and awkward. Well, uh, the episodes don't necessarily need to be 15 minutes long, I feel like. Yeah, there's that too. If they were there's that too. cut down a bit, I think. Like, I had a hard time like paying attention during the Halloween one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is, this is a bit too much. But, I mean, I, I totally see. I'm, I'll put it this way. I am very glad that people love, love, yes, love being yes, the elite yes, yes. because it does so much for the independent wrestling it world. Does. I firmly believe that. Yes. But in terms of my actual enjoyment, it, it kind of jumped the shark a little while ago. Uh, Drew Compton, which max wrestler will invade Frendo Unified Championship Wrestling? Oh, I love max wrestling. I don't know. I have to catch up on it. That's another one that's done via two K, the 2K series. Yes. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I don't know. All those max wrestlers, I don't know what hashtag they're under. I want to, you guys got to upload them so I can pick and choose. Roger the Canadian, will Adam Mayhem be the longest going in Raw champion of all time? Yeah. Yes, he will be. Where do you get that from? You can't tell the future, or can you? Have you developed some sort of gift? I'm a soothsayer. Soothsayer. Uh, Greg Morris for W. Steve W. What movie series started out perfectly and the rest of the series gets awful quickly? He said, an example being The Matrix. Yeah, the last two Matrix movies aren't very good. <laughs> Nathan Gibson says The Transporter. <laughs> the first two Star Wars movies are really good. Uh, Return of the the Jedi. Marine. Return of the Jedi is fun, but it's not great. And then the prequels are all pretty much garbage. Yeah. Rocky got weird quick, didn't it? Like Yeah, the first two are pretty grounded, and after that, they start getting after, really weird. Yeah, Rocky three took such a weird left turn. It was crazy. And four is fun, but it's completely ridiculous. Uh, Tripper Fish, Matt Riddle says he wants to face Brock Lesnar for universal title. What do you guys think the chances are of that happening? I personally would love to see Riddle beat Brock. I'd love to see it. The chances of that happening are pretty slim. <coughs> They're not great, but they're also not impossible. No, not impossible. Brock is around forever, and it all kind of depends on what Vince sees in Matt Riddle mm-hmm. and how if Matt Riddle gets over super with the crowd, like mm-hmm. massive, mm-hmm. like bigger than Undisputed Era, yeah, which I'm not sure it's possible. But if he does, if he does, and he's hot on main roster, mm-hmm. maybe. It's entirely possible. It's possible. Not probable, but possible. Not likely, but possible. Josh Little, Pac. Bastard Pac. <laughs> Bastard Pac is returning to Defiant Wrestling on January 5th. That's oh, possible. man. I wish I was in England on January back 5th. back on Twitter. Yeah, you shits. Oh, and he hates everybody. It's so good. You see that picture of his avatar? Yeah. Oh, it's the best. So good. <laughs> Extreme uh, Pac. Josh Little, who wins Rollins versus Osprey? Depends where it's taking place. It's Rollins, WB, it's Rollins. Rollins is a bigger star. Um, Osprey's king. Osprey can be more fun to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, Rollins wins. Yeah, Rollins probably wins. Yeah. Um, well, that's a good question from Andy Nero. If Bullet Club is dying, does this mark the demise of the faction wars? In New Japan, they have fizzled out. Yeah, but there's not a whole lot of focus on factions. As no, much they're days. not. They're not. I mean, it, it's it's kind of crazy. So, in the 18 months that we've been watching, almost two years now that we've been watching New Japan, I always have faith in their creative and their booking. 
Is your faith in that creative and booking starting to get a little shaken? Is it just because of the Bullet Club stuff? No. Oh. So, you and I are both big fans of Balloon Okada. Mm-hmm. They're at right now. Well, I guess it's a wait and see for Wrestle Kingdom. We'll see how that goes with Okada and Jay White. But the Naito situation's interesting. Yeah, but they always kind of take a, a long view of things, you know? Yeah. And we don't really know where that's going. Yeah. And in hindsight now, you know, we expected Naito to win at Wrestle Kingdom. He didn't. Okada retained. Um, and because they really wanted to establish Okada as the greatest champion in that company's history, and they did that. Yeah. And they had Omega beat him. And then, let me ask you this. If Naito had beaten Okada at Wrestle Kingdom, would we have gotten Balloon Okada? I don't think we would have. If Naito had beaten Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't think we would have gotten Balloon Okada. Well, it wouldn't have meant as much as mm-hmm. Oka- as Omega beating him. But then, you know, with that extra six months with that belt, racking up those extra accomplishments, you know, most success- successful defenses, mm-hmm. having the belt for basically two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, this- I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. In two years from now, or even a year from now, either this period will be seen as a brilliant setup for whatever's next, or it will be seen as some sort of big creative failure. You know what I mean? Because either something is happening behind the scenes that's making things sort of... The Bullet Club Civil War thing that just fizzled out is still bizarre to me. Yeah, that's kind of the the one thing I could point to as being... A, a huge ball dropped. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think for the most part, they've handled the Jay White stuff really well. I kind of wish that he and Okada were battling for chaos and Jay White hadn't just jumped ship to go to Bullet Club. But given what's happened since, I guess it kind of makes sense. Kind of. And if, he, if he's going to be the one, he and Tom and Tonga will be the two that take Bullet, Club's, Bullet Club back to their roots. Mm-hmm. That could be a lot of fun. It could be. I mean, if Jay White's more of like a, a OG Prince Devitt That's type. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Then maybe, um, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot. It, it, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And post-Wrestle Kingdom to see what Naito is going to do. Mm-hmm. Because it is kind of interesting. And I just, I've just noticed, look, I know, like I've, I've seen this a lot on Twitter just from fans of New Japan who came in the same time we did. And I'm very willing to say, okay, I'm used to WWE. And I'm just not familiar long-term, long view with New Japan. Mm-hmm. And maybe they do things a very different way. Mm-hmm. It is curious that Naito is one of their most popular guys, if not their most popular guy there and here. Yeah. Um, I mean, maybe he rivals the elite, but God, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. And there does seem to be a lot of treading water with Naito. They keep them kind of strong, but then weak enough that maybe they're doing a crisis of winning confidence storyline yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah. Maybe, but it's not crystal. Night, what they're doing, Naito, isn't really crystal clear. It doesn't really feel like he's actually in a story. Yeah. It just feels like he's treading water no, right I understand now. That. You know, and then they gave Jericho the IC title, and he hasn't even been around. Yeah, he no, just sort I feel of like the, the loss to Jericho should have been like rock bottom for Naito. Yeah. Especially after losing to Okada at Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. That should have been rock bottom, and that's really when they should have. And, he, you know, he did lose some matches. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you look at you look at a guy like Tanahashi right now, and it's like, man, he's, like, super hot. Yeah. And 
they know, booked him well the last they, half of the year. They have, yeah. you know. So I don't know. I am willing to give them very much the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Um, it is It is just kind of an interesting question to sort of bring up, you know. And, you know, there's circumstances like Takahashi getting hurt where they mm-hmm. had to, I'm sure, change a lot of stuff on the fly. Andrew Kirk bought a comic book. Thank you, Andrew. Uh, Corey Kai, live stream just in time for my after work blunt cheers, friendos. Well, sorry, sorry Corey. Sorry, there. Corey. Another one from Corey. Who would you rather see, Suzuki versus Brock or Cena versus Tanahashi? Suzuki and Brock. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like Pancrase. 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 Suzuki goes over in about 95 seconds. Did Pancrase have ring ropes? Yeah. They did. Okay, yeah. good. I might have. Some, I might bring Pancrase to WSTW. There you go. Uh, Brock asks, if you guys could open up a store in Sacramento, what would you sell there? You and I collaborate on a store. Comic books and shoes. Oh, man. I can't. That's great. In vinyl records. Yeah. <laughs> what would be on it? What would be playing in the store? On our vinyl album machine, on our record player. Like in a loop all day? Yes. Hmm. Best of Rupert Holmes. Hmm. So that'd just be a single, right? That'd just be one song. It'd be the Pina Colada song. Basically, yes. People would get so sick of that oh, story. Yeah. We would get so sick of it. I know, we'd go crazy. It'd be great. We'd be playing it ad nauseum. <laughs> Uh, let's see Alex here. Foster switch members of certain factions. He got Taguchi Goon in Suzuki, Japan. <laughs> How can we make Bullet Goon? <laughs> Bullet Goon. <laughs> oh man. Uh uh, Steve Klein, uh, how big of a hole will, th- will there be in Ring of Honor and New Japan if the elite the the elite make the jump to WWE? Um, it'd be pretty massive for Ring of Honor. No Cody, no Young Bucks. They no have Hangman. cheeseburger still. No, I know. They'd have Jay Lethal. Yeah, it'd be huge. It'd be pretty huge. <laughs> it'd be pretty big. New Japan would hurt for a sec because they're losing Omega and, and the Young Bucks, but I think in the end they'd they'd recover fine. What's the latest Ring of Honor episode? Three seven is there a three seventy one? Let's see if there's a three seventy. Cody's got a title match against uh, Jay Lethal coming up at Final Battle. Ooh. Three. Are we on three seventy five already? Oh, okay. No, we're not. I think I've narrowed it down. I think we're on three seventy three. <laughs> All right. Let me take a look here. Uh, I want. Yeah, results. 11, I want oh, results. That's today. Oh, eleven nine. Oh, yeah. Look at that. Is today. They don't have a summary for it yet. Okay. Damn. What happened last week? I want to see what happened last week. I just want to see, because their TV, the one episode of TV I watched over the past month, it was like super underwhelming. It was like, what the heck? Uh, here we go. 372. Okay, here we go. Ring of Honor TV report. Video package. Pick your punishment match. God. Oh, I heard Marty Skrull won the uh, Survival of the Fittest tournament too. Oh, that's So cool. he gets a title shot. Silas Young versus... Somebody with opponent. Flip, Flip Gordon. There's a flipping ad right in the middle of the page. There you go. But the Sandman. The Sandman. The Sandman showed up. I just realized I probably could, I probably could have just mentioned a lot of spoilers. <laughs> I don't know how, how far in advance they tape stuff. Oh, I didn't hear what you said. All right, hopefully no one else did. <laughs> uh, Silas Young beat the Sandman by pinfall. Well, that's good. You don't well, want to lose sh- to the Sandman. Should be. He should beat the Sandman. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. 
Karen Cube, Dr. Britt Baker, and Kelly Klein versus Jenny Rose, Madison Rain, and Sumi Sakai. That's cool. Um, backstage, The Kingdom Speaks. You love them. Kenny King versus Cody. That's cool. That's probably a fun match. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Cody is out with Brandy, the six-man belt, and is announced as the NWA World Champion because of their weird taping schedule. It's too much going on, man. Oh, damn. Well, I definitely said it was spoiler territory. There's too much going on. Cody defeats Kenny King by DQ after King's shenanigans are caught, and he shoves Todd Sinclair of Sinclair Broadcasting. Is no, it Ripley? It's a referee. Is it Ripley? It's a referee. Todd Sinclair is a referee. Yeah. Ring of Honor TV is so weird. Yeah, sorry. Spoilers there. My yeah. apologies. Yeah. I just read stuff. I don't see when it's supposed to air. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I think you're fine. Anyways, I think it's a good time to yeah, end the show. Yeah, it's a good time to end the show. People usually don't make it to the end anyways. No. I don't think they do. Based on our watch time, no. No, not really. Anyways, that's it for the show. For those of you who are watched, who did watch live... Uh, thanks while, for, while it was live. Thanks for watching again. This should be the last day of internet problems. Hope should so. Be. I hope so. It should be. I hope so. That's it for the show. Thanks so much for Until next time, I'll talk to you guys later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Your words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.